Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? A federal grand jury has indicted two men in the long unsolved 2002 murder of Jam Master Jay from Run DMC. The men, Carl Jordan Jr. and Ronald Washington, have been indicted for the murder of Jam Master Jay. The killing was reportedly in retaliation for a drug dispute. Both suspects face up to life in prison if convicted on the charges. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, That's pretty- good, I guess. They got him. Yeah. Or they think they yeah, got him. Yeah, they got him. Yeah, so they've been indicted. This uh, this case long unsolved, so right. a pretty big development today. And Ellen DeGeneres' ex-girlfriend Anne Heche has weighed in on the Ellen Show drama. She's on the cover of something called Mr. Warburton Magazine. Okay. And Anne Heche says, <laughs> she says, I haven't spoken to Ellen in years. I'd listen to the people who have. Anne goes on to say, I'd listen to I the people in- who have? Yes. Oh. That was telling, yes. I thought. Mm-hmm. Here's another quote. She said, if I'm standing someplace and I don't like what's going on there and I stay there, it's my fault. And Heish adds, Ellen is standing where she walks and that is hers to continue that journey. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Karma's a bitch is basically what she just told us with that little nicely worded statement. <laughs> Exactly. And finally, a little Real Housewives news. Former American Idol contestant and Broadway star Constantine Morales is dishing about hooking up with three cast members of the Real Housewives of New York. He says that he's hooked up with Countess Luann, Ramona, and Tinsley Mortimer. Whoa. That's a lot. Kissing so and telling. He was in our studio. He's quite a tall drink of milk. Handsome drink mm-hmm. of water. Real oh, handsome. There he is. I can see he's got he's, he's a got, panty dropper uh-huh. is what he is. He's a real <laughs> ne- I would agree. housewife of New York panty I dropper. I just love you. <laughs> I agree. Oh. Well, apparently this all came to light when Luann started talking about a mystery suitor with the group. And yeah, last week on last week's said, episode. Yeah. She said we share a lot of people, don't we? Ramona, Tinsley, and Luann. I mean, that's yeah. that's a wide variety of uh, different looks of a lady. So that's a panty dropper. <laughs> like the Whitman sampler. Yeah. Of hooking up. All right. That's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071.
Mondays, Lori and Julia continues here on MyTalk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com, also on the MyTalk app. And if you're listening to us on the app or online, get registered with our listener rewards because this month we're giving away $500 from AARP or a year's worth of Royal Cannon Cat Food thanks to Minnesota Animal Foundations. All the details at MyTalk1071.com. Now on to the program. Thank you, Holly, so much. So, um... Uh, I think it was, when did we have that shower for the niece? Was that a week that and a half ago? It was a week ago. Okay, a week ago. So it would be eight days. Eight days ago. So when do we have a niece shower for that niece? I just, but <laughs> Casey's daughter was home and yep. she was having this lively discussion with her dad about that he needs to use more emojis when he's texting to give context, to give emotional context to what he's saying. Interesting. Because, because Casey could feel harsh or what? Or because we're he can be he's a Scorpio and he's a man, so he's he direct. tends to be direct yeah. and um, brusque. And even though he's not meaning anything to sound brusque in a text, the interpretation of it could be that. And so she's like, embrace your emojis, Dad. Okay, so that we can tell the emotion right. behind. Your thing, because he will be really, he hate. first of all, his fingers are so big, I absolutely die laughing, watching his fingers flutter over, and he's a hunt and pecker. I mean, <laughs> yeah. just, he really is just, uh, you know, and so then this story this morning, I was just thinking also about last week, how you didn't have your phone, and oh. how stressed out yep. you were, horrible. and so this story, Juju Chang for, um, GMA this morning, there's a new book. I think they say the name of the book, but it takes on technology and modern relationships and love lives and what part is that playing in all of this. Okay. So here we go. It's called How Machines Shape Our Love Lives. Thank you. Good morning, Amy. You know, we used to say first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes baby in a baby carriage. But machines and technology have changed the most intimate human react- interactions, how we fall in love, how we have sex, even how we make babies. I thought I'd be married with kids by now, but that's just not happening. So, Modern technology redefining modern families from single women like J-Lo's character in the movie The Backup Plan. Guess it's time for a backup plan. To celebrities like Neil Patrick Harris, Kim Kardashian, Anderson Cooper, all relying on modern medical breakthroughs like IVF to create the family of their dreams. Should I have a baby now? Should I have a baby if I don't have the right partner yet? Should I start my career, wait my career? Our grandmothers, you know, didn't have these decisions to make. Babies just happened. Harvard professor Deborah Spar's new book, Workmate, Marry, Love, argues that machines have shaped humans throughout history. Farms and later factories divided gender roles, with mostly men working and women turning into housewives. Thankfully, machines over time came to the rescue. They're all right there. And they're all at your fingertips. Women no longer have to spend 30 hours a week doing the laundry and the canning and the pickling and and the food preparation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So feminism was created not only by the pill, but by the washing machine as well. Beyond domesticity, technology today continues to redefine love and sex in the age of Instagram and Tinder. The online sites, it's hard to talk about this without doing the finger motion, are raising a generation that's used to swiping right, swiping left, and becoming overwhelmed by all this choice. And sometimes too many choices means no choices at all. 
too much choice becomes paralyzing. Okay, so I just I thought that was so interesting because mm-hmm. this Deborah Spire, she's a Harvard Harvard Business School professor, and it's called Workmate Mary Love how machines shape our destiny. But I thought it was so interesting when she said, you know, not only did the pill change women's lives, but so did the washing right. machine. Think you know, of the when time you, hanging on the line, when going you through think the about that, I mean, all the time that it would take for you just to feed and do all of that. And so it was kind of an interesting, uh, different take, different take mm-hmm. on it. And also, because she's looking back at the past, but she's also turning to the present. So it sounds like an interesting book. I think we have a little bit more of the audio. Hello, I'm here. Hi. Hi. I'm Samantha. In the 2013 movie Her, Joaquin Phoenix's character becomes attached to his virtual assistant, who's not a real person. That's Hollywood's version of humans falling in love with robots. But Spar says reality is closer to the relationship we already have to our smartphones. It's not sexual, it's not romantic, but if you leave your phone behind, if you break your phone, you, you feel something, you feel an emotion because we are connected to these machines. When we're all living our lives on Zoom, is only going to accelerate it because look at what you and I are doing right now. We're having what feels like it and is a perfectly normal human conversation, and yet we're not in the same state. And so if you were actually not real and you were a very smart animated avatar, I might not know. How do you know I'm not? I do not know that you're not. <laughs> And and I you think that's know I'm real, right? that's fine. I think I, the reviews overall of this book is that you could take comfort in the clear-eyed assessment that she's the Harvard professor is giving to this topic because machinery has always been evolving and changing our life. Right. So sometimes we go, oh, these machines are taking over our life. Right. And, or like last week when you felt so upset about not having your phone. This is like she just validated that you weren't being overly sensitive to not having your phone. It was paralyzing your life in a way for four days. It was just it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I just thought that was kind of an interesting uh, take where she's comparing how uh, this has always been the way of the world. Right. That technology and innovation machinery changes, changes everything, everything. right? And why would we be any different? I have a question for you, too, if you don't mind. So, like, with this whole now Zoom meeting and people not going into the office and interacting and, you know, interviewing via video and, and, you know, there there is this real aspect in my eyes of work or interacting face to face with someone on a daily basis and getting that, that, you know, emotion right that you right. can feel through a com- real face-to-face conversation but i feel like with this pandemic and everybody working from home we may end up staying in this trend and well, we really will stay in it until we have a vaccine well, is what i think is going to but happen. i think that some of these companies are saving so much money that they're going to keep doing this a work away from home some not all some not I, all i think they're, they're people are going to I think it's going to come back around where people are like going to be. I want to be. I want to interact socially. And I, I think I think that people are going to feel that way. I think you know, like if I, I just feel like it I will come too, all the way back around Good. because people miss people. They miss right? having the interaction. It's, it's but also some but in the people who love the convenience of working from the home. You know, them, if it works if in their job, that you if can it works, do. yeah, you know, maybe they'll end up doing that. But I don't know how it um, 
I don't know how anyone doesn't like unless you miss just, it. Yeah, you miss it. I feel yeah. like you miss, miss it. We miss having people here. But there are people who are uh, like have high anxiety in big yes. groups, and oh, they so they, they thrive in this. Yeah. But then there's people like me who I need that, and right. so it's going to have to be that happy medium in the end. I don't know anyone though who doesn't have Zoom fatigue. Oh, I gave up on it a long time. Zoom ago. fatigue is a real thing, you know. Yeah, but they still have to do it. Yeah, yeah. for work. Yeah. But yeah. notice the friends zooming. Oh, please. That's completely so over. over. We were just like, yeah. eh, so we're over. done with that. You have a I did happy it two hour? weeks. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> Sorry for random thoughts. Yes, we'll be right back. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so here's some random randomness, people. All right. Um, we were talking a lot about the video WAP. Yeah. Uh, last week, Cardi B's um, video. Did and you film your mom? No. You got to do that. I know. it. We, we <laughs> did gotta, something She's got to film her mom. We went on that. a walk, and we had so many other things doing, because my, walking with my mother is so hysterical, because we spend all of our time running from curb to curb and crossing a street to avoid the sun. Oh, my mom is so afraid of the sun. Yeah. I mean, but literally, Lori, there's shade over there. We got to cross to that side of the street. And we're up and down curbs and, you know, she's got a cane. And so we're doing all these things. And I'm like, can we just walk in a straight line? I hate the sun. I'm like, it's not even hot. You know, so we're like having this. So that was I spent so much time navigating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to find Probably the branches. Probably getting extra steps. <laughs> trying to find the branches with mom, but I still want to do it. But so anyway. Why doesn't she guy, rock with an umbrella? <laughs> I, I thought of that, but she holds a cane in one oh, hand. Someone okay. suggested getting, uh, you know, holding it for her. Like I could hold it over her when or we walk. Or there should be an umbrella cane. They do have the umbrella hats. Yeah, that's they right. The, the umbrella, umbrella hat. Yeah. Or the well, umbrella she, cane. The umbrella cane, the new oh, invention. Little where it's a big walking stick with a cane at the bottom. And the Lori, umbra- it's not a bad idea. <laughs> there you go. It's not a bad one. From I like it. Sex in the city there, to the rainbow there, cane. There you go. And there's been so many in between. Okay, so um, the guy who did the... Um, the video, the dance moves, what do you call that person? The choreographer. Mm-hmm. He posted, um, Brian Epperson Eps- Eps- posted the dance techniques on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so many people have been trying to do the dance techniques on TikTok that um, they've been texting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
him back, and there's been so many injuries, Lori. Oh, For dear. some reason, she jumps up high and then goes down into the splits and does a couple other things with yeah, the trucking. Do not try that at no. home, trying to do uh, the splits on two chairs. Exactly. The Cardi B wannabes are, are in the hospital. One blew out her knee. They're breaking One, their pubic bone, too. They are. They are. They are. Their back hurts. Their knees hurt. Someone had to wear a knee brace, but she kept doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to say he has edited the choreography for people who are not as mobile as Cardi B? Yeah, I don't think... I mean, I feel like those chairs were, like, secured. That I almost feel the like they on. put them in the splits and then set them down on chairs that were, like, cement bolted. Probably, yeah. Lori. You know, because it, it would be dangerous. very difficult to balance two chairs underneath your feet while you're doing the splits across them. I just have visions of the chair going yeah. and you stretching further and further out right. until you fall. Exactly. Ouch. Bam. Ow. <laughs> pubic bone. Bam. Bam. 40. I'm sorry. I've got a pubic cast. I won't be able to have sex for six weeks. <laughs> 43 years ago today, after the death of the king, Elvis Presley, yes. uh, the FTD Flower Services reported that in one day, the number of flowers delivered to Graceland surpassed the number for any other event in the company's history. And as a matter of fact, it set the record for the most flowers sold on a single day. Um, a spokesperson said that I remember talking to FTD, the flower service by wire service mm-hmm. at the time. They had more orders than ever. They had scrambled. Memphis ran out of flowers Jeez. and they scrambled to get additional flowers shipped in from around the nation because that many people were sending guitars, heart flowers, yeah. musical note flower things wow. and everything to Graceland. That day, so it's kind of little. Probably, I bet that happened in um, the UK when Princess Diana died. Because remember all the flowers that built up outside of Kensington. I bet you're right. You know, because yeah, people, yeah, I want to bring flowers. They want to bring flowers, and also send flowers. Just to let you know about Graceland, which Mm -hmm. you always talk about, it's the second most visited residence in the U.S. after the White House. You already knew that. It's so amazing. Mm -hmm. I posted the candlelight vigil of what was happening. Some photos if you want to see what was happening there yesterday. It's here. All right, Mm -hmm. so here is, um, do you ever drink White Claws? I do. Yesterday I had two chicks. What are those? Um, Two chicks. Is that just another hard seltzer? No. Well, it was um, peach, cucumber, um, tea with vodka cocktail in a okay. can. Did you like it? Oh, it was so delicious. It was the perfect, it was a really nice boating drink because it was in a can. Right. Pre-made. You get, I got four. And, um, so it was kind of like a perfect, like 5% alcohol. Yeah. They're very low. So yeah. low, uh, you know, like good for a couple to have in the daytime, but yeah, it was refreshing. And I, and it's called two chicks, the brand. two chicks right. and it had different flavors. Uh, but I, I had the peach cucumber tea, which I love that cucumber with vodka. I like right. that combination. With the peach. And it wasn't seltzer. Oh, it wasn't bubbly. It wasn't bubbly. I don't want the bubbles. All I want right. it to be like a cocktail. I don't need claws, which AKA known as Zima back in the day. I That's know. what they are. I swear. 100%. Yeah. I know, but the kids, sweeter, but a little the kids love them. Well, okay. So here's, here is the pumpkin spice craze that happens every fall is combining with a hard seltzer. So does this sound good? A pumpkin spice white claw. If you no, not at all. No, that's not hitting at all. the market. Not at all. No, no. Like I don't 
think pumpkin sounds like a good cocktail. Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe the White Claw, you know, these things, canned drinks just kind of are exciting in the summer. That's they, just a theory of mine or for parties. Yeah. You know, they're you don't, easy they're to easy transport. To, they're easy they're to easy. pour and all of that. And exactly. There's always been an iteration of some kind. And the and kids it, like them because they don't fill up as much as beer. Yeah, and then I also saw at Thomas Liquor, uh, they had like bootlegger pre-made cocktails in the can. Yes. Uh, this is I think why Aluminum organic. is having a shortage this year. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. is in a can everything now. Everything is in a can. Jeez. If, all right, so pumpkin spice hard seltzer, don't think. Taking a hard pass. On all that. right, taking a hard, hard pass. All right. How long do you think it takes for a really... When is the pumpkin spice Oreo coming, by the way? Wouldn't that be good? In the in the golden... In the golden Oreo. cookie. It would. Yeah. That would be good. Thank you. Okay, good idea. Get on that one, too. We can too. add Oreo to the OPI nail polish yes. uh, job that we want to have coming up with colored names. To the Yeah, to the umbrella um, cane <laughs> thing that we just invented. How long do you think, if you like have a death bomb, stinky, stinky fart, how long do you think does it take to get that smell out of your car? Or if someone <laughs> farts in the car and better, or like... How long do you think for that, you know, when you have to breathe out of your mouth? And five you minutes. Five minutes. Grant? Wind- windows open or down? Just answer it. Okay. Uh, three minutes. It's 70 seconds. Oh, that's all. So it's that's so, all. So I want people so to know it's not. you more and yell yes. more than it, the so smell bad. actually lasts. That stinks so bad. Ah. It's yeah. only 70 seconds. Yeah. Although I think period farts are longer. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, that's a true story. Thank you. Oh, I think that God. is a two-minuter. But, I love all three of you right but, now. Oh, the, oh, my God. But the beer hangover egg fart oh, yeah, from, yeah. A guy, from a guy, that one oh. is like two days, I yeah. feel like. So you're right. Yeah, there's, like, there's exceptions. Those eggy ones those can eggy just ones. linger. Yeah, oh. people that have been drinking some kind of nasty beer, like oh. Special X or something. It's nasty. And also... <laughs> Depends on your car's upholstery. Yeah, that's true. If you have leather. (laughs) It's so true. All right, there. We've gone in the dumpster. All right, so, um, Lori, in case you were wondering what the ancient Romans were doing, um, Mm -hmm. they loved their orgies so much, they actually had a job titled the Orgy Planner. Mm -hmm. Do you know this about ancient Romans? Uh, Julia, every Roman rune I've gone in, I feel like I've seen carved phallic things. Yes. I mean, Pompeii, this way to the, the whorehouses. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. Mean, yeah, they're, they were very, even on the streets, very sensible, this way to sex. Yes. And they would have big, giant wieners mm-hmm. carved into the, you know, road. Yeah, in the orgy planners. Yeah. And they're in White Lines, too. There was an orgy planner in that TV show. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Hey everybody! Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we are uh, we're going to check in uh, with uh, the land of television, Julia. Right. right now, um, you gave a thumbs up for White Lines, the TV show that sucked you in this weekend on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Just last night, I started it very late and stayed up very late, and I'm yeah. almost done. That's a good show. It's a good binging show. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I agree. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, it a lot. Well, Holly and I talk about, we laugh about how we like to have our show. Like, we t- we like to have a once-a-week show. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had their once-a-week show that we're loving was Perry Mason on HBO, which ended last week. Right. And so the new show that HBO had been plugging and plugging and plugging premiered last night, Lovecraft Country. And we talked to Neil Justin about it, and he really liked it right. a lot. So, Holly, I watched last night. Did you? 
Yes, I watched last night. Yes, I, I know. Didn't you just feel, I was like, I have to watch the show, and I was so glad it was on at 8. Oh, early enough that you Like Perry Mason. Yes. I don't know. Sometimes you love an 8 o'clock show because well, you don't have to wait till the next day to see it. And it's appointment. It gives appointment you TV. something to do right now because it feels like an it's event. Sunday night. Yeah, it's an event. So, <laughs> Holly, tell me your thoughts about uh, watching the show. Well, it's really, it's like it's fan fiction. So it's science fiction, it's social commentary. Mm-hmm. And basically there, the story is, is that there is uh, Atticus. He is a guy who has returned from Florida to Chicago because he heard that his dad's been missing for a couple of weeks. So Atticus, and it's 1950s uncle, America. Okay. Just for the time. Correct. Yeah, 1950s America. So his uncle, who is one of the authors of a green book, so the green book being a, um, a resource for people of color traveling throughout the United States so that they know safe places to be, welcoming places to be. So they go from Chicago to Massachusetts using his resources along with the neighborhood girl, Letitia, who has come back, who there I think there's going to be a lot of drama there. Yeah. So they go out to find dad. Yeah. And and um it's, you know, of course, 1950s America, segregation is yep. the order of the day, both in the official segregated South as well as the unofficial mm-hmm. uh, segregated North. And uh, um, Atticus, who is a, a good-looking guy, his name is uh, Jonathan Majors, um, his uncle, played by Courtney B. Vance, married oh, to Angela Bassett. Yes. Oh, he's so good. So in good. And he's Guthrie Theater alum. He plays his uncle who authors, does the Green Book. And right away in in five, in just this episode of this, you get a sense of something that was glossed over in the movie Green Book, which was a kind of a feel good white people movie, sure, if you sure, will. Sure, sure. The danger that was involved in putting together this guide that people black help. people could use to right. just where is a town that I can go to and stay because there were actually this is true, sundown towns where if you were a black person and you were caught in a sundown town, you could be shot or hung. Yeah. No questions asked. That was Jeez. a real thing. Holly, wasn't that just shocking? Yeah, and you know you watch it because in in Lovecraft Country the the that is the terror in that show is when our protagonists are threatened by the county sheriff. I mean, I'm not going to give yeah. away one of the All tense right. moments, but it has to do with them traveling on a road and encountering a sheriff, and it's it is terrifying. And then on top of that, they're alien things. Creatures, creatures with multiple eyes, oh, and, yeah, and vampires, oh. and ah. but it is it is so well done. I mean, just in one episode, I can see why it got you know, like basically the critics are really rave, raving about it. Um, that it, it's just it's it's a crack and good adventure story. I mean, it has it has like a Raiders of the Lost Ark also feeling to it so it's a sci-fi it sounds completely different than anything we've seen it is yeah it's an adventure serial if you will with black heroes and heroines and this danger and risk and they spent a ton of money because the special effects are incredible wow oh yeah tell people the name of the show again yeah um it's called lovecraft 
country and the okay. monsters are real and and they're racist and then there are other mo- scary looking monsters that will scare you but really good and um the gal that plays so it's you know the guy looking for his dad his uncle who and then uh Letitia played by Journey Smollett who was the girl in Friday Night Lights yes 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 and also Jesse Jesse Smollett's uh, sister. sister but yes. she's she's wonderful I thought wow. she was great. All right. Really, yeah. really good. So I think that's going to be, um, I think people are going to be liking that show. Good. And tuning in. It's a nice new Sunday story to have. Yeah. Something to look forward to every week. It really, really is. Um, Julia, your uh, TV boyfriend, Chris Harrison, is not happy. He's been replaced on The Bachelorette. He is pissed. I would be too. That ABC... Maybe ABC just wants to try somebody else out. And this is the way they could. So so what happened is Chris Harrison left the bubble during the filming of The Bachelorette to take his kid to college. That's right. Mm -hmm. And when he came back, they wanted him to quarantine for another two weeks instead of just taking a COVID test or something. So he is mad. So they replaced him for those two weeks with a Jojo Fletcher. Georgia Fletcher, who was... Why is he being a baby about this? This is what a lot of people are doing when they're traveling. Just because you Maybe travel... Maybe the rules don't apply to him. Well, I know, but I mean, he's traveling. He's going into gas stations. He might be eating at rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like an overnight I... drive. But do you think he did like this whole concept of like, nobody will know, Do I'll do it first, ask for forgiveness later. Maybe I can sneak it by. Yes. That's what I think. Yeah. I don't think he'd be stupid enough to, right. oh, I could just go out and about, but yet everybody else has been quarantined for every show. He's gone for a show. weekend. He did the thing. And yeah. I think somebody got a photo of him. Is that what Dropping happened? off the sun at the, at the thing. And, you know... There's a lot of crew. They've been yep. in this bubble. Yep. I mean, look at the N- the NBA had a COVID hotline bubble for, for players who they, were breaking the bubble, breaking the seal by smuggling in. It's side been working sauce. for them, though, for the NBA. Side sauce. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people were like, I don't want to be, you know, whatever. So yeah, I anyway, bet he is. He's not happy. They're making him quarantine in Palm Springs for two weeks without working. He insists he just dropped off his son in his dorm room and left, and he was social distancing the entire time. I'm sorry, you can't, you know. I don't know, but if he was wearing a mask and everything, you would. I can see this going both ways, depending on what he was exposed to. Right. The, he might be wearing a mask, but he's going into places, into a gas station where people aren't wearing a mask. Maybe he doesn't have his glasses on. Somebody he just walked through somebody's sneeze. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't. know. I mean, I don't know. I I'm don't know saying, either. But it's like he basically made it sound like he rolled up to the dorm room, kicked the kid out, well, and drove. drove well, what back. do you guys think quarantine is? Right? What is quarantining to you guys? It's like uh, two weeks, not leaving the house. Right? Yeah. So if that, you've been exposed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if he's told to quarantine, that eliminates even if he doesn't stop at a gas station even if he just gets in his car with his son who he's quarantining mm-hmm. drives him to the school lets him out the door and walks him out does the rolling Te- stop technically you broke the rules you left i don't house. know about yeah. that one i would i would put a gray area on that i one, agree to be honest 100 yeah. because i think come on yeah um, i completely agree. i see his point okay yes. i do i see his i point. think he's more nervous about the fact well, that that someone else might be Taking his chair. But look at what ABC did with Dancing with the Stars. Up, you know, Tom Bergeron probably making too much money. Let's try someone else. Let's try something different. Right.
So I, yeah. So that's, this is his job. I can maybe see maybe more why. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, we want to try something different. This is the perfect opportunity. Kid, if I drove my kid to college last weekend yeah. and came back here and they said, you can't come to work. Right. I dropped him. I would right. be livid. Right. Okay. Because I didn't do anything. Yeah. Right. I wore my mask. It's a parent's right to do that. And if you're doing all the right things, you should not be penalized. So I would be livid. If well, I wasn't, he, he the, the doesn't reason, even sound like he was exposed or anything. But Joy, he's not. He's been quarantined in the bubble with those people. I so understand. by the fact that he saw his son, his son hasn't been with him, and his son is a young college age person, I know. and you know that he hasn't been careful. That's it from the producer's point of view, because he's been in the COVID bubble at La Palma Quinta yeah, in but, Palm Springs, not with his family. God, there's so much COVID judgment. I know, but that's oh. where the judgment was. Is it? Crazy. You were you were in a car with your college kid, and we don't know what he's been doing. And so you've broken the seal, Chris Harrison. By the way, we'd like to test somebody else to see how they that's, do. Well, that's it. A little bit of both, mm-hmm. right? Um, he is good at what he does, though, I will say. Nobody he's, makes uh, he, every yeah. season sound more dramatic than he, he does. He is he good can, He can say dramatic that. in right. a thousand different he ways. He really can. It's impressive. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a new um, Princess Diana, Julia. Oh, my gosh. We are going to... For the crown. For the crown. But we have one Princess Diana in season four. Her name is Emma Corrin. We haven't seen season four. It got stopped in the middle of filming. Yes. So this is like 20-year-old Diana. And then in season five, she's going to be replaced by 30-something-year-old Diana for the next two seasons. Why and couldn't so- they just keep the same person for the... I, I don't know, but the the gal we really loved her um, in the Night Manager. She was that tall, elegant looking woman that um, you the know that was having all the sex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to be Princess Diana. She's six the, foot three. Is she that tall? And Diana was five ten. And she's gonna take. She's gonna be in it in season five and six. And people know her from that uh, movie Widows. She was in that. She's going to be in Tenant. Um, Elizabeth DeBecky. Oh, yeah. But that's how we know her because yeah. that night manager on AMC was so good. Oh, that was with Tom that Edelson. would be another binge thing people could watch. That's the a, night was manager. Was that like a three parter? I think it was like three or four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, anyway, she's going to be Diana, but they're going to be doing the switcheroo on this. But Diana, you know, I think a lot of people want to see the Diana years. Absolutely. We're going to see young as she marries Prince Charles and then as she leaves him. Mm-hmm. Is what will be this the one. older Diana, All right. the older, taller Diana. The older Diana. All right. Okay, and then we're getting a very old Prince Philip. We're getting that uh, yeah. that guy, the shame, shame, yeah. shame guy um, from what, Game of Thrones. What the hell is his name? Just, Jonathan Price. Yes. All right. Listen, we come back. It's time to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Lori. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Miley Cyrus uh, took to Instagram Friday night and had this to say. She's feeling like a quote-unquote free woman. Well, um, that means Cody Simpson was dragging her down. She's so relieved that she's not in that relationship anymore. I mean, isn't this how we all feel? Free after you break up? Well, that is one of the good parts about it. Yeah, you're like, um, I'm free. Or, or I'm a free super woman or sad free while you're being free, depending yeah. on how it happened. Well, um, she said two halves can't make a whole. 
Oh, Cody, I'm so sorry that she's saying all this about you out loud. I love her new song, Midnight Sun. Sky. Sky, Midnight Sky. I listened to it like three different times. I went for a run today, and I just kept hitting replay, replay, good. replay. It's a good it's song. It's a sad banger. Yeah. A little bit. But it's you can move it's to good. it. It's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Okay. Anyway, so... The uh, because he he that was convenient. Yeah. He was a lovely bridge, and I hope he's not too heartbroken about yeah. it, because he... Um, was crazy for his whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they've been friends for a long, right. long time. Okay. okay. Tracy Anderson launching an interactive virtual gym of the future. Listen, What Lori, the hell does that mean? For 99... Okay, so... A lot of people, if you're not going into a gym right now, are taking YouTube classes or subscribing to like yes, I just Body got or something like that. My friend Erico just invited me to do some kind of kickboxing with her. And Erico, if you're listening, I'm not ignoring you. I don't want to do it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That's such a I don't great want... way to deal with it. That was yeah. almost passive aggressive. You said the name. Yeah. You said the friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you, and I already talked about it on my show. If you weren't listening, too bad. Yeah, no. Airing it out on the air. That's yes. right. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to go to an interactive virtual but gym. people who don't want to go to the or gym. Or they can't. Maybe they... Or they have, can't go to the yeah. gym. Right. You can't... I mean, like, the Peloton community is crazy huge right now. The people who are buying the Peloton bikes and then right. they pay a fee to have the online classes every month. And people are like... We know people we work with here that are into that. Right. But the Tracy Anderson method, it's $90 a month for this membership. $90 uh-huh. a month? And oh, she, you know, train, trained originally Madonna, but they're not friends anymore. No. But Gwyneth Paltrow, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Jennifer Lopez. Listen, if that's the current membership, by announcing that she's got a virtual gym of the future, that's going to double. That's mm-hmm. the Hollywood speak well, on that. You've seen the mirror gems, right? That you yes. can buy a mirror and mm-hmm. it's a personal instructor. Yeah. Some people, like what you were talking about, Grant, and what we were talking about earlier is some people really need the social connection. Yep. Going someplace, being with friends, having accountability that way to do your workouts and it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're not really having that anymore. No one's really talking to each other at the gym. You got to keep your mask on and until class starts. But you can still go with like a friend and like yes. meet a stretch friend out side by tra- side, you know, kind of go to the locker. It's still that whole like yeah. meet up, grab a shake after with your mask. Right. It's changing. You know? Everything's changing. So right. I think I think she'll be very successful is all okay, I'm going to say. And I think that if her online gym membership is 90 by announcing she has a virtual gym of the future, you can expect that to go up. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair yeah. to say, Lori. All okay. right. Uh, let's see. Um, Jane Fonda, uh, she is an interview. Speaking of working out. Working out. She <laughs> still does her Jane Fonda workout tape. She still does all that stuff, but she just does it slower. Okay. But she is an interview with Birdie.com to promote her partnership with a CBD company called Uncle Buds. Oh, yeah. She's got her own version of she believes in this in CBD stuff big time. Pain relief Mm -hmm. gel, the vape pens. And she talks about in this interview, she talks about her activism, climate advocacy and Black Lives Matter. Also, she talks about ageism. She gives a good interview. But um, she how she exercises now slowly she said <laughs> um, you don't want to pull anything slow down is the mantra for older folks but it's really important to keep moving and active i exercise i walk i read a lot and i sleep eight to eight to nine hours a night if i don't sleep i can't function that is a big sleep is very 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 important yeah but i mean i think of my mom she's 84 she has always been active 
Use always it or lose walked, it. Mm-hmm. always done something. And, right. you know, I think it's helped her with mental health, with physical health. You know, it's something that's important. We hear about it all the time. You got to move. Yeah. She also says uh, you should... Uh, uh, Put her CBD brand of no. CBD oils and ointments on your joints before you do it. She said uh, that you don't need to explain yourself. If you if you mean no, just say no. Kind of like what I was saying Glenn earlier. Glenn Doyle's <laughs> book that we were talking about earlier, Untamed. Just say no. And mm-hmm. you don't need to explain more. I think maybe people are getting better about that. I think like for before the pandemic, we would try, we would make excuses about why we couldn't do something it, it, now we don't. We just say no. Matter. It doesn't work. No one expects right. you to say there's sort of like we don't have to do there's that new... anymore. Yeah, it's just like have, screw it. I'm not saying yes to that. I don't want to. There isn't much to say yes to, so it's easy to. But <laughs> it's also even if someone yeah. just wants to, you just say no. You just say no, and you don't even feel like you need to make an excuse for it. Which is really no kind of nice. It's a complete answer. There, thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, here is another one. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres and Kevin Hart meet up for lunch. Move over, Brian Austin Green. You're not the only person getting papped for a reason. And you too, <laughs> Anna DeArmas. Yeah, they were spotted uh, dining at a hotel in Montecito yeah. out on the balcony. I don't think they hired the pap. I think they were spotted, though. Holly, didn't you say that they're like from far ends of town, right? Or was that earlier? Well, my theory, my theory is, is that Kevin Hart hangs out in Malibu and yeah. that Ellen is in Montecito and Which they're making, the, nobody in LA makes that drive right no. for a casual lunch. It doesn't. That was a, that was a, it's basically Kevin just trying to signal this hate has to stop and you know, blah, well, blah, blah. So right. he's paid, you know, he's, he's paid her back because she defended him when he got booted from, from the, the Academy Oscars. Awards. Yep. And so the picture, I think, was, you know, here, now we're even. Don't bug me anymore. got it. That's what he's saying. Because like you said, Holly, it is is a drive. It's an hour and a half, no matter which way you cut it. All right. Maybe they're collaborating on a new... No, they're not. All right, fine. No, they're not. Fine. That was a stage paparazzi photo. Got it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, okay, Uh, what do you make of... um, uh, this one, Victoria Beckham, she's giving an interview. She kind of did a, a thing like for a London School of Design. She did a Q&A. Okay. And one of the things that she said about how she used to dress, um, she said, looking back, I guess it was a sign of insecurity that I would always wear clothes that were very, very tight, very, very mm-hmm. fitted. I'm trying to think of because I this came out a while ago. Is that a, a sign of insecurity I, to wear tight clothes? It sure doesn't seem like this it. This is what I had a struggle with, okay. Lori, because a sign of insecurity would be marry, maybe wearing more blousey things. But I think the insecurity is I maybe didn't feel like my personality was enough. My body had to speak for me. Oh. My how I look spoke for me, and that was my insecurity instead of the depth of me. But you know, look so, at but, me, but. but but then, like, some people just like to wear tight, revealing Absolutely, clothes, but maybe it was it has nothing to do with insecurity. Of course, but for yeah. her, she's saying maybe it was, Got look it. at me, look at me, look at me. She was a Spice Girl she at was. the time. She was, and she was with the most attractive, beautiful man in the world at the time, David Beckham. Yeah. And so maybe it was her way of, I listen, I'm hot, I'm hot, too. Right, I'm hotter than you. Right, look at all this. Yeah. Well, she didn't say that. I kind of wish she did. Well, I'm just adding a little bit of color to her comment because I, you know, okay, people do different things when they're insecure, and you just that's true. Well, here's the advice she would give her younger self. Okay. 
I always say I can handle mistakes that were made by me, but not mistakes that were made against my instinct. Trust that gut. Now that is such a, I don't understand you. I I can understand mistakes made by me, but not by others. To that, me. that made to me? I don't know. That's a very confusing. Actions speak louder than words. Is that what you meant to say? All right, I'll go with that. Pay attention to the actions. Right, there you go. Okay, gosh. All right, and Constant- That was like Hollywood dyslexia speak. Almost. It was, and Constantine right. Marulos confirms he's the guy who hooked up with the New York Housewives, Tinsley, Luann, and Ramona. He is a kissing TV teller. And- or just validating the lady's saying. Yeah, there you go. But he confirmed. Yeah, we'll yeah. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.